amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, you're loving them too. There's such a on W4CY Radio. This is the Pipe Man here on the Adventures Pipe Man W4CY Radio, and you are going to love our next guests. Yes, it's plural because we have the whole band here, and they're pretty badass, and none of them are even 18 yet. So, I mean, like, there's some big stuff going to go on in the future here, so I'd like to welcome to the show Speed of Light. Hello. Hey. I'm Cameron. I'm the guitarist for Speed of Light. I'm Tyler. I'm the drummer. And I'm Riley. I'm the bassist. Nice. Okay, so... Now, you guys are all siblings, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're all siblings. I'm the oldest. Taller's the middle child, and then Riley here is the youngest. Uh-huh. And I'm here to tell you, I have four kids, and there's no way they would have been able to do a band together. So my hat's off to you, because you're not killing each other. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> What what is it like? Uh, you know, from your perspective, I've asked other uh, uh, bands before that were uh, similar. What's it like doing with your siblings? Like, there's pros and cons. There's pros because you know you guys know each other better than anybody and can gel. But in the same t- token, there's that sibling rivalry, no matter what family you're in. Definitely, yeah, well, yeah. There, I mean, there is that kind of like we're all like almost telepathic with each other, and like when we're playing together. It's like we can just play for hours. We can kind of like predict what each other are going to do. Um, yeah, like we're. But and it's also good because um, we don't have to worry about like our availability or like um, the virus because we live together. Yeah, that's cool. That is so yeah, cool. so we can practice together all the time. Yeah, that's definitely a benefit. So now here's the other question: As somebody myself that has siblings and has four kids, how did the three of you all like the same music? Oh, it's funny. I mean, we, I mean, we, we, we don't. We don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna Which say because like all the all the influences that we have come together uh, to make our, up our music. Like for example, I'm really into like '70s rock, like Led Zeppelin. Uh, I like Jimi Hendrix quite a lot, and I'm also into like a lot of stoner rock, like Queens of the Stone Age and stuff like that. Well, I, I like a lot of like punk out of uh, England right now. So like 
slaves or out of Australia because of the chats and also Emil and the Sniffers. I really like Radiohead, The Cure, um, Sonic Youth. I love Sonic Youth. You know what's cool is, okay, so you mentioned all this stuff. I like all of it. Like, you know, if you look on my profile, I call myself a metalhead, punker, hippie, professional businessman. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's funny because I'm totally into punk. I'm totally into metal. And I'm totally into, like, classic rock and hippie music. I was a teenager. I would go to Slayer shows on Friday night and Dead shows on Saturday. That's so cool. That's awesome. <laughs> and it had to be in that order because, like, uh, after the Slayer show, you know, going to a dead show and just chilling and relaxing was much necessary. If I had to, if I went to a dead show and then the Slayer afterwards, I don't know if it would work out as well. Yeah, that's, that's two very different tones. <laughs> it's, still, it's good to have variety. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Yeah, and you know what's cool is... What I love about how your music is, and it is an influence of multiple genres. When I was a teenager and your guys' age, you know, you couldn't even go to a punk show if you had long hair, and you couldn't go to a metal show if you were a punk. It was stupid. And the punks uh-huh. didn't like the hippies. Nobody liked anybody, yet we were all the outcasts, which <laughs> that's always what didn't make sense to me. It's like, why wouldn't you all group together against the people that are bullying you? Because that's really what it came down to. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know? But anyway, it was like, you know, I always thought it was stupid. Like, because a lot of it's very similar. You know, even all the bands that you mentioned, there's all similar aspects to each one of them. You know, it's, uh, you know and, and it's not as separated as people might want to think. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. And I think that's what's great about like living in a more modern time is like people are like you can have multiple influences from such different areas. And honestly, like when you go like in like the before before like before the lockdown, you could go to a show and have like one band play metal and then the next band play punk, and it was just a whole community. And everyone yeah. supported each other. Yeah, exactly. so it was really cool. Exactly. That's why I, I, you know, it's almost like I feel like my generation created this beautiful thing of genres joining together you know it's like funny uh last year before the lockdown i interviewed somebody that it was a show i went to that i always wanted to go to when i was younger and couldn't because i was a long hair and it was uh wadi from the exploited Mm, yeah so i was like that was definitely a bucket list because it's like, man, I loved the Exploited when I was a teenager, but I couldn't go to any of their shows. So it was like, oh, cool. Now not only do I get to go to the show, but I get to interview Wadi. And I got him all riled up on the whole pop punk thing because I knew he was anti-pop punk. Uh, so I got him all <laughs> riled up. And the interview was right before he went on stage, so he started yelling at the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> talk, oh, wow. talking shit against pop punk and calling out blink 182 and stuff right on stage i was like oh i'm i guess i i did that <laughs> uh, so yeah i mean i gotta tell you too that i kind of dig how all three of you sing because that also reminds me of older times you know you take bands like the beatles and kiss and bands like that you know people everybody in the band sang their own songs basically mm-hmm. yeah yeah and it's great because like all three of us have like different ranges for our voice so like we can we can achieve like a lot of different we can hit like a, a large area 
with all three of our voices. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. That sounded like a punk show right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, <We're still> <laughs> <laughs> so the videos that I watched of you guys, like that looked pretty cool. It looked like a real show, but it was really, you know, just your own studio with your own audience. But I'll tell you, it, it made me made me kind of sad, too, because I was like, damn, I want to be in that mosh pit. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because that was recorded literally like right, like I think the week before everything shut down. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're coming up on like, that's almost a year ago. Wow. That's and it's great because like, these videos have like allowed us to like give fans like a taste of our live shows uh, in, in these times when people can't really go to shows. And we're, not, we're working on like a live EP. And hopefully we want to like capture a feel like what it was like to go to one of our shows. Yeah. With it. Yeah, that's pretty cool because you could tell you guys have energy and you know, especially the type of music that you play, you know, you want you want to experience it live. So I think it's good that you're getting it out there. And you did kind of like this whole pre-COVID trilogy thing. Did, yeah. Did, mm -hmm. did you plan it that way or did COVID happen? And you're like, well, this is what we're going to do with it. Well, we originally planned to just release like a normal like EP. But then once As, once like quarantine happens. We decided was, to just release it like one by one, one single at a time, like one every two months. Oh, nice. And yeah, yeah. So what was that moment that made you, all three of you just decide, hey, let's form a band, you know, because there's got to be some moment that you guys as siblings were sitting in the house and just that's kind of how it happened. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking. Well, I mean, we've always been playing together. Like, I mean, I started first when I was like seven. I got an acoustic guitar, and then these two kind of jumped on a little bit later. That's what he yeah. says. He <laughs> copied him. Yeah, he likes to <laughs> he sure. likes to make it about himself. But you know, like <laughs> like drums is not not nothing like guitar. You know what I mean? So it's like <laughs> here it comes. Here comes the sibling rivalry right there. I love it. <laughs> um, and is there any times with that sibling rivalry thing that like you guys are practicing or whatever you put in during a show but you're practicing you're just like get pissed off and you're like fuck it i'm going to my room i mean i think we get together we get along pretty well that's yeah, that doesn't happen very very often we do fight it's in uh like, it's about music it's yeah about, it's not like you know a big fight or anything um i think i think because we're in a band it brings us together it makes us fight less that's it that's a good concept that's uh, that makes sense too because it's something that you have unity on definitely yeah, yeah. And what do your parents think? Well, they don't know anything about music, so they don't really <laughs> understand us. They're kind of just along for the ride, you know? <laughs> okay, that's cool. I don't understand you, but okay. <laughs> that's kind of funny, because I sometimes say that about my kids. They don't, under <laughs> they don't understand. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, most parents wouldn't. And like I dealt with, here in our studio, we used to do a lot of teen radio shows that were these teen artists. We got a couple people on The Voice, and and uh, the parents used to come around, and they didn't get it. So I used to have meetings with the parents. I'm like, you can't be here. I used to, They'd come in with the kids, and they'd come. <laughs> I'd call them in my office. I'm like, you can't be here. Let them do it on their own. <laughs> You know, they, they were they were definitely doing the uh, momager, uh, you know, overbearing things like you don't even know this music. <laughs> and, you know, I think that's kind of interesting, too, is when you're kids and you form a band and there's always that generation gap with music. So, 
Even if yeah. your parents knew about music, they might be like, why are you playing this crap? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing is that, like, Cameron got into a lot of, like, Black Sabbath and, like, Led Zeppelin. But, like, our parents didn't listen to that. They listened wow. to, like, Michael Jackson and Prince. But don't tell them we said that. <laughs> I, and I will hold it against them. Okay. <laughs> I, I liked Michael Jackson when he was a kid. And when he became an adult, uh, I, I was over it. <laughs> he, was more, he was more of a rocker when he was a kid. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, I mean... Uh, it's funny, too, like, when I was a teenager, like, my dad couldn't get why I was into metal. And I think when it comes to genres like metal and punk, most people that are not into it don't get the whole concept. Like, you know, I was joking about the mosh pit, but I said something the other day in an interview, and, like, why don't we just form one big mosh pit, and instead of arguing about politics and the virus and all that stuff, just throw everybody in the mosh pit and we could work it out. That'd be amazing. Everything gets resolved in the pit. Yeah, mm-hmm. no doubt. And, you know, like, people think it's all, you know, going into hurt and maim, but you're picking people up if they fall down. You're a community. You're a family. You're all together. You know, the rest of the world could learn from a mosh pit. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like every, yeah, everyone supports each other in the pit. <laughs> exactly. And you could be whoever you are. Like, you go to a metal show or a punk show now, you know, you can be whoever you are. There's no, like, you have to dress like this. You have to have your hair like this. You have to do this. It's just be you. And I'm all about that. Just be you. Like, there doesn't have to be labels. Just be you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what you guys have coming up next for 2021 now? Ah. Well, we uh, we just released Nosedive. And, uh, We're our thinking- next song is going to be our next, a more um, funky one. Yeah, but that, that's... That's going to be in like a month or two. It's going to be probably in like March, maybe. Yeah. That's the next one after Nosedive. Nice. And then, yeah, hopefully record something else. Well, I got <laughs> I got to tell you, you guys like, you know, I interview a lot of bands. I listen to a lot of bands. You guys got it going on. Like, I can see you definitely going somewhere with this. I've seen other bands that, you know, similar concept, you know, they're siblings. They do a band. But I don't find them to be usually as original or polished or, you know, some are polished, but they're not original. And you just have this fresh sound and you definitely, you know, have what it takes to uh, be out there. And uh, hopefully your parents realize that because they probably listen and they're like, "Ah, what is this noise? How are you going to get anywhere with this noise? But, you know, you guys are pretty badass. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I, I could be a critic, you know, us metalheads and punkers, you know, we, we can be critical of stuff, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, I look at you guys as, like, you just have this sound. Because this is what I found, is in this whole metal and punk genre over the years, like, there's so many micro-genres and sub-genres that everybody just starts sounding the same, you know. Like, the exploited Dead Kennedys, Misfits, they all sound similar, but they didn't sound the same at all. You know, and you could go on the other side of like Slayer, Anthrax, Exodus, Metallica, Megadeth, all sound similar, but sound completely different. And that's what I relate you guys to that you have the sound, but it's a different sound and it makes you unique. And I think that's what's the difference. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. And that, you know, that might also have to do, too, with, you know, having all that genre mixing in and and all that influence so that you, 
Because I think that's what it does. If you're sticking within one genre, then you're going to sound like that genre. But if you're mixing in a bunch, then you create a new, unique sound. And that might even be how new genres start, too. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, Just kind of throw things in a blender and whatever comes out, really. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. And no <laughs> rules. No, you know, yeah. like in certain genres, there's these rules and a formula and you have to do it this way. But I like it better when there's no rules because then you could just be creative and just be yourself. Yeah, it's more and I, I really think it's about like writing the music you want to you want to hear rather than like trying to fit into a specific genre. Because like, you know, music's art and you don't really want to like gatekeep art because then it's like not really art anymore. Exactly. And I don't even know how people play music that they don't like. Like, I don't even get that. Even as a radio person, I'll turn down interviews if it's for music I don't like. Because I can't possibly get pumped and do a good interview if I don't like it. And I think playing music would be even more so. Like, how can you be excited about playing something that isn't even your thing? Mm. Yeah, but if you don't have interest in what you're playing, I don't see how other people could have interest in it. Exactly, you know exactly. You- I think it's really important for the musician to like their music as yeah. well. <laughs> and it and it portrays because I can totally tell when a band's just going through the motions on stage or if they're really just into it. Yeah. 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 So if you guys had, and you're all three going to probably have a different answer. If, when tours come back, if you got a phone call and you got the dream tour, who would that be with? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's a hard question because there's so many great bands. Obviously, Queens of the Stone Age. I think we can all agree on Queens of the Stone Age. Definitely. Yeah. But there's like a bunch of other bands too. Like touring with Idols would be really fun. Or Emil. Emil and the Sniffers would be yeah, great. I- yeah, I'd go with Idols. Nice. I mean, both of them are great. Uh, I would. Hmm. What are the bands? Ooh. There's another band I like called All Them Witches. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome. Even the Chats. The Chats would be fun. Very cool. And so now that we put it out there, like maybe it'll come back to you in the universe. We'll have enough time. And one of those other bands will hear it and we'll be like, oh, let me check them out. Oh, and then you get a phone call. Hey, <laughs> That'd be yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Right? <laughs> have you guys done any music festivals yet? We played Alien Stock. Um, oh, about, yeah, that's right. That was a year. That was over a year ago. September already. 20... 2019. 2019. 2019. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that was that was one of my favorite live experiences. What that did you love about so, it? Echo Park. Echo Park Rising. What did you love about it? Oh, with uh, Alien Stock, I loved how like people came from like all over the world just to like pretend to storm Area Fifty One, but it was actually a music festival, and everyone was in like alien costumes, and it was amazing. And then for Echo Park Rising, usually it would have been live, like it would have been like people had gone there, but um, obviously with like uh, COVID, the lockdown and all that, we couldn't. So they had it, so they had it um, COVID safe, and it was like um, on a live stream, and that was so much fun because like we still got to check up on like um, the people who put it put it together, but it was safe. Well, that's way cool. And like, and there brings a good point. So. What would you imagine it would be like for music artists going through this pandemic and social media and the internet and streaming did not exist? It would be awful because I bet like the majority of bands would just die out because there would be no way to like show their art to people. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, it's possible to do acoustic shows, you know? Yeah, but... mm. How would anyone find out about them? Exactly. Yeah. 
yeah, it's a, it's an interesting thing, and I just you know I kind of just thought about it right now, like it would because things were so underground before social media and the internet that how could you sustain that underground following through quarantine? It, it would be quite difficult, and I think that's one of the benefits of this whole lockdown and everything that's happened is it's actually the exact opposite is that bands are able to appear and get found more easily now like because of the fact that people are stuck at home and have to check things out and and with social media and all that i just think you know there's a lot of bands that are getting exposure now that maybe wouldn't pre-covid yeah, yeah. a lot of people just have so much time on their hands so i mean exactly you know, I, I, there's like some artists that out there that wouldn't release music during this whole COVID thing. And I'm like, man, this is the best time to release music. This, you have a captive audience. They have nothing better to do than just sit and listen to music. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So if you were to pick one thing that happens with your band in the next five to ten years, what would be that number one thing? Pyramid stage at Glastonbury. You took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah that's always that's always um, that's our been, number one goal. That's yeah. like our that's our big dream is playing the pyramid stage at Glastonbury. Nice. See now, you guys were so quick in answering that. So you already had had that totally down in your mind. It, it's it's the ultimate goal, and it, it's I been mean, for if, a really if you, long time. If you manifest time. it enough, maybe. Maybe it'll happen. <laughs> well, you know, and especially maybe that might be the benefit of COVID. You can just start applying now, and, and maybe because nobody else is, you'll get seen, and it will happen once we open back up. Maybe. That'd be yeah. cool. That'd be great. Amazing. <laughs> That'd be awesome. There you go. So what else would you want to tell our listeners about your band, about your music that would entice them to want to connect with you and to listen to your music and go to your shows when shows are back? That we haven't really talked about that you think is important for them to know? Hmm. Well, well, there's a lot of uh, energy. Like we, we, we have a lot of, I don't know how to put this. It's a great way to like express your energy. And like, every, like I remember when we used to play live, it was just a lot of people like having a good time. It was, it was a great community. It's been obviously a little bit hard to do that in this lockdown and all that. Like with the music we're releasing right now is our best way to try and express that online. Our best way to like kind of give off the same live energy that we had uh, before the lockdown. There you go. Yeah, for sure. So, how would people connect to you on social media? Check out your music, videos, all that good stuff. We're Speed of Light Band on Instagram, Speed of Light on and Spotify, and, and YouTube. YouTube. You mean you don't yeah. have a TikTok? We do uh, not. No. We don't, no. <laughs> you need a TikTok. Come on. <laughs> no. You could do performances on TikTok and make them like funny too. Like I was just envisioning, you know, doing like a sibling rivalry performance on TikTok. Because <laughs> you got to make it funny. Create a dance with it. Yeah, exactly. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, so uh, yeah, I mean, you guys definitely rock. I think my listeners should check your music out because it is pretty badass and. I think you guys are going to do big things and uh, you know, it, it is a hard industry, but you guys have, I think what it takes. So uh, I look forward to seeing a lot more of you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much for having us too. Oh, my pleasure. Totally. And you know, let's hope that we can see you in a live show in 2021. Let's hope so. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for the great music and thanks for being on the adventures of pipe man. Thank awesome. you for having Thank us. Thank you for having us. us. 
Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY Radio. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.